My name is Andrew, and this is the Who Dat Discussion, powered by Overtime Media. Now, we're getting into some Saints training camp now, because tomorrow, July 18th, rookie training camp starts, and I just can't wait. We are going to preview the rookie training camp as our main topic for this week. We have some fun news with some Madden news and some Chauncey Gardner-Johnson news, which I can't wait to talk about as well. I'm just very happy that this Saints season is coming into fruition here. 2019 season is happening. I just can't wait for this season. It feels like just yesterday, the Saints were on the field and the no call happened. I want to avenge that. I bet all the Saints want to avenge that. So I think it's time that we just get right into this season. And I think it's time to get right into this podcast. So we're going to start out with some news There is a lot of news this week. We have news on Gardner Johnson. We have some news on Carl Granderson, some negative news on Carl Granderson. And then we're going to also talk about some Madden NFL player ratings that also came out. And then our main topic is going to be some previewing of the Saints rookie training camp that first week. And then next week, we'll really preview the full training camp. We did a really nice preview with the All Saints Consider podcast, Tyler and Alec over there. I think that was a really fun episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So if you guys haven't already, check that episode out, either on the Huda Discussion or the All Saints is Considered. It's on both of those sites. And I think we should just get right into it. So first, we are going to start off with some Carl Granderson news. And Carl Granderson, who I was talking about a lot, guys, I was saying like he could be an option to pair up with Marcus Davenport. And it looks like that will not be a case as he is going to be sentenced to six months in jail, which is to me very interesting here. I mean, look, it's not very interesting because he he took the plea deal and people thought the plea deal was going to be no time in jail, but it's actually six months. Interesting. He's going to serve six months, which takes him out of the season. No one, no Saints. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints caught him when they have the first chance to, probably after training camp. He's not going to play on this team. I don't think he should play on this team after this. You don't want a criminal on your team. And it's tough because he is a good player. He has a lot of talent, but it's just not going to happen. And you could take chances on other guys that have a clean uh, criminal record. And this guy's just not one of them. It's sad to say it, but that is just the truth. And all I can say about Granderson is that I hope that he can expunge his record, get on everyone's positive side, and then hopefully one day become a really good player. He was accused of unwanted sexual contact by two women, and that is going to be the case where he gets arrested on. And sexual misconduct is not what you want to give. This was obviously the truth. And, you know, sometimes some people lie about the sexual misconduct charges because they want some money, especially with some NFL players and stars. But this one was full, and it was it happened. And it's going to be tough for this guy to come back. And then he's also going to have to do probation after that, so he may not be able to play with the Saints at all. It looks like the Saints were comfortable signing him initially, but I don't think they're going to be signing him at all. I don't think he'll be staying on the team. That's all I got to say from this situation. I'd be very surprised that the Saints, you know, didn't send him packing right 
as right when he got out of jail or before. I don't really know what the timetable is, what the NFL is allowed to do. Are they allowed to even cut him in jail? I don't really know. But the NFL probably wants no part of him. The Saints probably don't want no part of him. And I, I just think I'd be very surprised if he came up in here. He's not that... He, look, he wasn't a first-round pick, wasn't a second-round pick. He would have been like a fifth-round pick. And look, it's great to get those players in undrafted free agents, especially if they didn't serve any jail time or anything, but he's going to. So I, I'd just be very surprised if the Saints kept him. And that's just what I feel. I would get him off the team. He's obviously a criminal, not a good you know, look for your team, not a good edge for your team coming into a season where you want to win the Super Bowl, where you think you're the best team. I just think that the Saints should sit back and just cut him, and he's not a star player. He's not going to be a player. He has to prove it, even if he was perfect and his record was perfect. Now that his record's not perfect, I don't even think he gets a chance on this team. Now, on to our next headline, and that is going to be Chauncey Gardner-Johnson said that he joined the best team in the NFL. He said, and quote, it's the best all-around team from top to bottom, offense and defense, close quote there. He said this offseason, he said, I'm coming into a system where everything has a standard. I'm just going to come in and live up to the standard so everyone on the team and in the front office upstairs can be proud of me and say these guys are set. I love this. Just, I really love this. Coming from a negative topic with Carl Granderson, I really love Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He fits in perfectly with the Boom Gang. He fits in perfectly with Lattimore and all those guys down there. I love what he's going to be able to do with this team, probably as a nickel or dime back. He's going to be able to play in the box. He's going to be able to play back. I just really like what he's able to do. And this is just coming in like, I'm confident. We're the best team in the league. And show us that we're not. And I don't think he'll be able to. He knows Aaron Glenn which is, I think, very big, the Saints secondary coach. He trusts him, so that means they're going to be able to work to get him better quicker. And I just can't wait for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to see what we get from in training camp and on the field. I just can't not wait. I can't wait for this guy to help the Saints win games. So I think he's going to be able to do that. He does so many great things. He should have been the Saints, probably he should have been the second round. People were thinking that that's when he was going to go. That's not the case. He goes all the way into the fourth. They Saints said he was a in their second-round talent, maybe even higher. So that's just what the Saints said. And I really like his outlook as well. He was just happy to get drafted. He said, it's all in God's plan. He said, I got drafted. I got my name called now. When it's time to get up there, I'm ready to work, put my head down, and just be a great teammate and a rookie for everyone to be around. That's what I want to hear. He, and he's not cocky. I think that's some people thought he was cocky, attitude problems. Not at all. This guy's ready to work. He's humble. I think he's ready to go. He's I'm versatile. I can move around and help other guys. I, I really, I really like this guy. I think he's gonna be a player to come up and do some really good stuff. So before we get into some more news, I think we should take a quick break. You are listening to the Hootat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back. Now we're gonna get into our next Saints news headline, and that is going to be about some Madden rankings and Madden ratings here. Very, very interesting. Top-rated player for the Saints, Michael Thomas at a 95 overall. Breeze is at number two with 92 overall, which I think is low, but we'll get into that later. Cameron Jordan, 91. Alvin Kamara, 90. And those four players or the Saints are the Saints' 90 overall club. Tyrod Armstead with an 88, Jared Cook 87, Marshawn Lattimore 87, Ryan Ramsek 86, Demario Davis 85, 
Thomas Morstead comes in at 84, and then so on here. Some notables, Patrick Robinson in 82, Ted Ginn 80, Conrad Meredith 79, which I think is really interesting there. Eli Apple comes in at a 76, which I think is very low here. PJ Williams 75. So that just gives you some update there, some some background there is where Madden's coming from. Malcolm Brown only 73. I really don't like that. Draquan Smith 74. And it really goes so on. I'm not going to name everybody on this list. But that's really what it is there. The lowest player in Madden is actually on the Saints. The lowest rating in Madden is Zach Wood, our long snapper, at a 36 overall. That's the worst that the Saints are going to put up in here. Really, I really don't like that Taysom Hill's a 56. He is better than a lot of these guys. I, I mean, he's very, very low here. He should, I think, be a 75 and just put him as like a special teamer. I think that's what he's worth. And, I mean, when you look at other 75s, look, Marcus Davenport at 72 is also really low. He's going to be the Saints starting um, defensive end. I don't think, look, you could say on the last episode I was a little down on Marcus Davenport. But, look, I still think he's better than a 72. I think he's around a 78. But that's just what I feel. And um, I don't know what you guys feel there. But let's just get into some headlines. Drew Brees is ranked lower than Phillip Rivers. I really don't like that. That's just what I think. I'm not coming in here and saying that Philip Rivers is a bad player or anything, but he is not at Drew Brees' level. And just to say that he thinks that he's there, I just, I'm not really okay with that. Also with the Saints QBs, 73 for Teddy Bridgewater, I think is very low too. But look, again, I just want to put that out there and just to inform you guys, because the quarterback ratings, I was just really surprised overall with the whole NFL. It, to me, just didn't make sense. And I just think the quarterback rankings overall were a little shaky. You have Mahomes with a 97 as your best QB, which is fine. He was the MVP. Brady at number two with 96 is fine. But then Breeze should be at like a 95. Not Phillip Rivers at a 94. I don't understand that at all. I think Phillip Rivers should be around a 92 with Andrew Luck. Flipping with Breeze, that's what I feel. I feel like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers is probably above Luck as well. I don't, I don't really agree with Matt Ryan at 89 at all. I don't. I think Big Ben is better than him. I think he should be like an 89. Big Ben and Matt Ryan like an 85. Cam Newton 84 to me is too high. I think he's around an 80. Baker Mayfield at an 83. Jared Goff at an 83. That's fine. Sean Watson should be higher than an 82. He's better than Jared Goff. I think we'd all say that. I mean, his speed's only an 84. They have they, they have Cam Newton at an 85, which I don't think he's faster than Sean Watson. So I think that's what you can say there. You know, other QB rankings in the division. Um, Jameis Winston with a 76. He's the lowest in the division. But that's just really what it is there. Eli Manning's at a 72. To I think that's really the last starter there. And then it goes into backups and stuff like that. Which, again, I think that when looking at it, I don't really think... I think these are just are a little shaky, these QB rankings. I'm not going to call out anything. But that's just what I feel there. Looking at the other headlines in this Madden rankings, the Saints running backs. It's interesting. I, I like that Mar- that uh, Alan Kamara is in the 90. He deserves to be in the 90 club. He's a player that could come up, do some really good stuff. We all know that. When looking at these running back ratings, you want to see. I'm very happy that Alvin Kamara made it to the 90 club. And he is tied for 7th on here with Kareem Hunt also at a 90. I would like to see him a little higher than McCaffrey, but overall... I think Melvin Gordon's also 92, but fine. I, I would probably put Kamara at 92 with Melvin Gordon, but I'm fine with putting Alvin Kamara at 90 to start off the year, see what he does, and I think he's going to get better when the year goes on. Devontae Freeman at 89 is way too high. 
Chris Carson in 87 is way too high. David Johnson, 87, that's fine. Mark Ingram with an 86, very interesting there. Philip Lindsay with an 86. James White with an 86 is way too high. Tariq Cohen in 85 is way too high. Deion Lewis at 84 is really high. These guys, to me, are not, like Adrian Peterson in 83, that is a fair ranking because now you're looking at the like the Saints players at 79 which is where Latavius Murray is and that's tied with like Kenyon Drake Chris Thompson that's fair I feel like they're all in the same kind of tier but I just don't understand some of these things and I think we're gonna see a change when the year comes but to start off the year there are some inconsistencies here that's just what I feel obviously Madden's not perfect so look I'm not, I don't want to go position by position Mike Thomas at a 95 I think is where he's supposed to be ranked perfect there 87 for Jared Cook I think is very if generous I think it is but I think that's a really good ranking as well Saints offensive line was fine Kevin Jordan at a 91 I think he should be around a 94 that's just what I feel I, I but I you know being a Saints fan you're gonna obviously see Cameron Jordan more and think that he's just a really good player and that he should be there and that's just what I feel there Marshawn Lattimore at an 87 I think that's where he should be maybe an 88 but I'm fine with him at that position there. Overall, I'm fine with these man rankings. Look, they're not the best. Saints come in as the third best team in the NFL, which is great. I think they should probably be top two, but you know, obviously they didn't win the Super Bowl. They said they were the third best team to start the year up. Fine. I think that's a fine ranking. I'm I look, I'm not ecstatic about the ranking, but overall I think it's fine. He is the fifth um defensive end there Cameron Jordan I think that's probably fine though I, I just don't like a big there's a huge gap between J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald and then the third guy with Clayus Campbell at 92 there's a big gap there but fine overall I'm fine with that and this is just one ranking style it's one way to you know compare teams Saints are the third best team I'm fine with that Saints being you know Drew Brees on 92 not really that fine with but it all evens out and it was a fine ranking and that's just what I feel there. Now, before we get into a preview of the Saints rookie part of training camp, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat Discussion. Now, we are going to talk about some Saints rookie training camp talk here as it will start tomorrow. Saints coaches are going to be there. Saints players are going to be there. It's going to be really fun. I have a couple here. That's all I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about just a few players that I really want to see to start the year here. And I think when looking at it, first, I'll start it off. I I want to see Eric McCoy. I just want to see what he can do with the snaps and stuff like that. I just want to see him out there, be healthy, ready to start out week one. I think he was a first-round talent. I think a lot of people thought he was a first-round talent. But now he's here, and I picked in the second round, and... The Saints, to me, got a bargain. He's going to take over Max Unger's spot. How is he able to do that? We, I want to see that right now. I want to see how is he able to do. Is he going to be able to come in there, do a really good job with some rookie QBs to start whoever got the rookie training camp invitations. Um, just some, And then when you have, or when he gets with the, does it with the coaches, that's going to be interesting. And then when he gets in with Drew Brees, how does they two mesh now? That it's now training camp. It's time to go. It's go time. So I want to see how he does. I want to see his technique. I'm excited for him, though, and he, to me, did a pretty good job in minicamp, so now let's see if he can elevate it in training camp and do a really good job. Also, we're looking at Chauncey Gardner-Johnson coming in saying the Saints are the best team in the league, coming in saying I'm ready to play, coming in saying I'm just going to go and put my head down and work. Well, he, to me, is going to be a guy in training camp that 
his name is going to be called a lot, I think. I think he's going to have a lot of highlight reels. I am think that Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is going to be like the Traquan Smith of last year. Hopefully, he has better success in the regular season, but we call Traquan Smith's name every day, and now we're going to see if it happens with Johnson. I just think he's a player that can do so many great things, versatile. He's probably going to be against the second team, and the first team will be probably switching between those two, which will be able to his name be called a lot. I think he's just a player that can come in here, the athleticism, the football IQ, the work that he's put in with the Saints secondary coach Aaron Glenn. I think he's just a player to be reckoned with, and he's going to be a player that shows out in rookie training camp in, and then in actual training camp as well. I really like what he's been able to do, and just overall, I think that he could come in here and do some really good stuff. And when looking at it, guys, who is going to really take him over in that rookie training camp? No one. It's going to be him and Saquon Hampton, who the Saints are really high on, and we're going to get into later. But overall, he's going to be able to show in this next week, show us what he can do. And then I think, look, it's a very clogged up secondary. It's going to be hard for him to move up. But if he shows out, he can come up as a starter, or he can come up with no playing time. It could do anything. This is going to be a really interesting training camp for Gardner Johnson, and I can't wait to see what he does. And I think it's going to be really interesting, and that's just what I have on Gardner Johnson. We talked about him a lot this episode, but that's just what I feel. He's going to be a player to come in and player to watch for. Then you're looking at, to me, Alazi Mack. I want to see what Alazi Mack can do. I really do, because he comes in here battling for the third tight end spot. He's going to get a chance to show what he can do in the next week with no other tight ends there. That's going to be really big. I want to see what he can do. He did a lot of good things in college in a system where tight ends weren't really the norm in that system with Notre Dame. He comes in here. I think he could do a lot of great things. He has a lot of great talent, and he has a lot of good athleticism. He's good at high-pointing the ball. He has a good wingspan. He's good um, catching traffic. He has that. Um, attribute that's really big. He could be a player that comes in here and does some really good stuff. They say that he has attitude issues. I don't think that will be a problem with the Saints team. That was the reason why he was drafted in the seventh round. I think he could come in here, do some really good stuff, and be that third tight end for the Saints and probably a better version of Dan Arnold. I want to see if he can do that. He's going to fight with Dan Arnold. He's going to go in there and he's going to battle with him to who can get that third spot, also with Garrett Griffin. But I think he's going to be able to go and above gonna go a step above both of them he is to me a better to me he's a better receiver than Dan Arnold and he can work on blocking with Garrett Grayson and I think look I think you can use him as a receiver solely because you have so many other tight ends that have a lot of other attributes with Jared Cook and Josh Hill I think Josh Hill's an amazing blocker so you don't really need the best blockers with uh, Jared Cook who's an okay blocker he's fine I think he could do it all and then also Alazi Mack. I want to see Alazi Mack in here and do some really good stuff. I think that he can be a player that comes up in here and does some really good work. I think that when looking at it, he can come up in here, do some really good work, and do some really good things, and be productive for the Saints, not only in the training camp, but in the regular season as well. I just want to see what he can do. That's just what I feel there. Now, I want to talk about Saquon Hampton. He's the mystery. Right? To me, I think he's really a mystery for the Saints players and the Saints team. I really do want to talk about this because he comes in here. To me, it was kind of a questionable pick. He comes in here as a second safety pick by the Saints. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. 
To me, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is much better than him. But let's see what he can do. He goes to Rutgers, which is actually near New York, so I know Rutgers a little bit better than other colleges. He's an interesting player. Rutgers was not a good team. So say what it was. He was a better player on that team. He People think that he had a potential of throwing a lot of um, star qualities at um, Rutgers, especially in his first three years. But he had some shoulder problems in his sophomore and junior year. He had a very good senior year. That's why he's probably even drafted here. Um, he has all Big Ten honors. He's a good player. I think he could come up and do really good stuff. But he's he's good size, and he's NFL-ready size. That's obviously really big. He's a good team leader, which is really good. He could probably... He's very versatile, but he can go into a specific role. You could have Aaron Glenn teach him to do something. That's fine. I think first, you're going to see him come up and be a special teams player. He's got good speed to play at special teams. He could help Justin Hardy. He can help, he could help Chris Banjo. He can do all that. So... He can be a player that comes up in here and does some really good work. The Saints have him in their top 70, though. And they got picked in the sixth round. Now, are they just saying this? I don't think so. I think the Saints are pretty outwardly commutative on their um, draft picks and what they really think of them. They think that he's really good NFL size. He offers nickel and dime linebacker options as well. He's an above-average ball tracker. He looks, he looks to attack the ball, which is really good. And he's physical enough for the NFL level. And that's obviously really good stuff. That's what the Saints saw in it. So will that come and attribute to success at the NFL level is what we have to see. And I want to see more of him. I just want to see some more clips of him. I want to see just more of Saquon Hampton because he's went under the radar. And now I want to talk about him. I want to go in there and be that podcast that talks about him, goes in depth with him because I think he could be a player with that could have success. The Saints obviously do. The Saints are high on, high on him. They said he was a top 70 pick. So now let's see what he can do. I think it's really interesting to see that he was the top 70 pick. Now let's see what he can do. Can he come in here, do some really good stuff, and can he and can he do and can he make a mark in these in this next week and then in training camp in the next few weeks? I want to see him in preseason. I just want to see him and how he can play. Will he even make this team is what I'm interested about. The Saints had him in the top 70. I think they should keep all their rookies. And that's just what I feel because you don't have a big class. But that's just really what it is. And that's what I want to see on Saquon Hampton. I want to see more from him. I want to see more in the next week. I think it's all going to be interesting stuff. Looking at other Saints rookies, Caden Ellis, I want to see a lot of him. Um, Devin Ozbozgu, hope I'm saying that right. The running back, undrafted free agent. He looks like Mark Ingram. I want to see more of him. We talked about him a little last week. But maybe he can go in for that running back three position. I want to see more of him. Uh, that's just what I want to see. You're not going to see Carl Granison, so you're going to have to see some other guys. Looking at guys like Corbin Kofusi out of Brigham Young. He's 6'9". I want to see this guy play. <laughs> I mean, you have other guys in other positions like Chase Hansen, um, Emmanuel Butler, who can be a player that comes in here and does some good stuff. I just want to see what the Saints can do. They say that they have the best undrafted free agent class in the NFL. A lot of media outlets have said that the Saints have the best undrafted free agent class. So I want to see them show out. I want to see them do some good stuff. I just want to see that stuff here. And I want to see everything from the Saints rookie class to start off this season. And I just can't wait. We are going to see some football tomorrow. And that's just going to be really fun. And I can't wait for that. Or in the next few days. Because probably first day of the way and stuff like that. But in the next few days we will see the football. The pigskin being thrown around. And I think we all just can't wait for that. So 
With all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast and this episode, you can follow us on Twitter at the Dis, on Instagram at Discussion, and then also you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, our iTunes channel, our Spotify channel, our Google Play channel, and then also you can subscribe to our TuneIn and our Stitcher accounts on there at the Discussion. Please like, please hit that notification bell on YouTube. Definitely give us a review and a rating on iTunes. That is so helpful. Obviously, iTunes is one of our main sources where you guys listen to the podcast, so please leave a review. Put those five stars, because if you guys can do that, we can have more content, and I just really want some more reviews. So thank you to everyone who's given a review, and I just want to see more of them. I think we have around 10 right now. Let's, let's get it up. Let's get it to 20, and I just can't wait for more reviews and all that stuff. Hope you guys can send them in. And then also, I gotta tell you guys that we are now close to a thousand followers on Twitter. So please guys, get me to that thousand. I'll be tweeting it out over the next couple days. But thank you for getting me that far. It's just really, really helpful. I like how this podcast is progressing going to this 2019 season. I'm just really happy with what the Saints can do. Once training camp starts, we're gonna go back to twice a week. So I hope you guys are all ready for that. And I think we're going to end on that exciting news twice a week. That's probably going to start next week when training camp starts. I just can't wait for all of this. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?